Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Religion Today with Martin Tanner, a weekly look at religion and spirituality here at home and around the world. Now, here's your host, Martin Tanner. Welcome. This is Religion Today. I'm your host, Martin Tanner. Today, we touch on a subject that I've been wanting to talk about for a long, long time. But I also want to do justice to it, so... It's taken a while to put together what I hope will be a worthwhile amount of information. The subject is reincarnation. I have heard in the last dozen or so years a number of Christians and specifically members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints who say they also believe in the idea of reincarnation. Is that possible? Is Christianity compatible with reincarnation? Advocates of reincarnation, so we're clear on what we're talking about, believe that this is only one of many lives that we have lived in the past and will live in the future. Believers in reincarnation have no specific number of lives that a person will ultimately live. Some say an infinite number of lives, forever. Some say whatever number is needed to reach total enlightenment. Reincarnation is believed by those who advocate it is the process by which a life or a soul migrates from one physical body to another physical body through repeated births and deaths. Traditional reincarnation in Hindu and some Buddhist sects teaches that a person's soul may become not just another person, but a plant in the next life, or an animal, uh, an ant, or an elephant, or any animal, or perhaps another human. The possibilities are limitless. There are those who believe in a limited kind of reincarnation which is that people have past lives and future lives as humans only and not as plants or other living creatures. Now, I some time ago heard a fascinating interview with a professor of religion at a university who teaches reincarnation, and he believes it, and he believes it has major implications for Christianity. On that last point, he is absolutely 
right, belief in reincarnation is becoming more mainstream among Americans and among Christians. There was a Gallup poll, well, a number of Gallup polls in the 1970s and 80s that showed about one-fourth of American adults believed in reincarnation, which is an incredible statistic given that medical, academic, and scientific institutions just don't support that kind of a belief. There was a Gallup poll about 20 years ago in 1999, I guess 23 years ago now, that indicated that about 20% of people who say or identify as Christians believe in reincarnation. One common claim is that there is more and more evidence to support reincarnation. For example, there are the now famous studies by Ian Stevenson with children and an ever-increasing number of clinical psychologists doing so-called past-life therapy in which they purport to help people understand themselves by looking at their past lives' experiences. How do I respond to that? Well, the more you look for something, the more you're going to find it, whether it's really there or not. The analogy that I would use is systemic racism. People believe it exists more now than it ever has when, in fact, statistics show that there is less now than there ever has been. All right. Um, Here's the reasoning of many who believe in reincarnation. Our time on earth is not enough. 70, 80, 90 years is not enough. And certainly an infant who dies has not had enough time to learn everything it needs to learn in this life. Well, who is that person to judge without an eternal perspective on it? That's a little bit too narrow. There's another purported reason why people in reincarnation find it so appealing. That is that it seems to them to satisfy the problem of suffering in the sense that somehow one life can be extremely excruciating. But if we have reincarnation, then that's okay. If you had one really horrible life, maybe the next one will be nicer. Another reason why reincarnation is attractive to some is there are wounds upon souls, as it's described, that horribly distort their outlook on things, and another life is necessary for them to understand what is true. What would such a wound on a soul be? Uh, Bad marriages, traumas of accidents, you know, Auschwitz, the Holocaust, uh, those would be typical examples that are tossed out. But reincarnation isn't necessary for those things. Christians, Latter-day Saints in particular, believe that we learn the most. And the purpose of this life is, in a major way, to learn. We learn the most from the things that are the very most different, not most different, the most difficult for us. So why doesn't the Christian 
idea work of living a good life and God being able to heal the soul right after for people who are reincarnationists? Well, that's a really interesting question. Their answer is that they don't understand why God would allow you to be wounded in the first place. And my answer to that is it's because we learn so much from those so-called wounds, from those difficult times in life. We learn, and that's what this life is all about. Another common comment about reincarnation that some people say is that, hey, if you can become better after one life, won't you be much better after 10 or 20 or 100 or 1,000? Well, possibly. Um, The response that I would get is, if you're pretty good at calculus after a semester, would you be better at calculus after a 1,000 semesters? Maybe, marginally, I don't know. Uh, It seems to me that God has set things up so that Going through life once, however long or short a person's life may be, is enough for them. So what do Christians who believe in reincarnation say to reconcile the two theologically? Well, they can only do that by some real contortions. One is that they will have to do something like say, well, the atonement really doesn't mean that much. Or they will have to do something like saying the resurrection of Christ, well, that was just kind of a spiritual thing. It doesn't really mean that much because we aren't going to be resurrected with our same bodies anyway. We just come back over and over and over again. So as you can see, If someone believes in reincarnation and purports to be a Christian, they have to jettison some of the major concepts of Christianity or at least um, downplay them significantly. More about that in a while because it's not just some of those main things. There are enormous consequences for believing in reincarnation that people typically haven't thought through. When we come back, more about reincarnation. Is it or is it not compatible with Christianity? I personally believe that it is not. I'm Martin Tanner. This is Religion Today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Religion Today with Martin Tanner continues on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We're back. I'm Martin Tanner. This is Religion Today. Our discussion today centers on the idea of whether reincarnation and Christianity are compatible. We've talked in our first segment mostly about what the belief in reincarnation entails, about how some believe people come back over and over again in a different body, in a different family. But just as people, while traditional Hindu and some Buddhist sects believe that a person could reincarnate as an ant or a fly or an elephant or a monkey or what, whatever other animal or even a tree. These are quite different beliefs, but just as there are many, many variations within the Christian realm, 
uh, there are many different ideas in the different denominations that believe in reincarnation. All right, so what are some of the claims that people who purport to be Christian and believe in reincarnation would would make? Well, some say there are Bible passages that suggest that Jesus believed in reincarnation. For example, in Matthew chapter 11, verse 14, Jesus asks, well, who do people say that I am? And, and the response is that some say, you're John the Baptist or Elijah, come again. That may mean that some people who are Jewish believed in some kind of reincarnation. More likely, it means that they believe that John the Baptist or Elijah had returned to life on a limited basis, not reincarnated. As a matter of fact, they were still believing that it was John the Baptist, not somebody else, or Elijah, not somebody else, not in some new life that had come back. Another possibility is that that Jewish statement of people who thought it was John the Baptist or Elijah who had come back were thinking that John or Elijah had come back as an angel. That's very possible. Another example from the New Testament purporting to show a belief in reincarnation is Jesus says, whose sin is this, the man's or his parents, that he was born blind? That says that, oh, this person and his parents both had a past life. Well, a more probable interpretation here is pre-existence, not reincarnation. How can it be that the man's sins, if he was blind from birth, and why would he wind up with the same parents if he's reincarnated into a different family? Uh, it kind of doesn't fit too well with the idea of reincarnation. The most profound and powerful evidence that Jesus did not teach reincarnation is that it would contradict the pinnacle of his self-stated purpose on earth, and that was to take upon himself the sins of the world, the atonement, and to overcome death by being resurrected. Jesus isn't in another life now in a different body as a different person. He is the same Jesus with the same identity and the same resurrected physical body. If there is reincarnation, there's no need for Jesus' atonement. If you can come back over and over to get things right, why do you need an atonement? And if you're not going to be resurrected with your same physical body, then there is no need for Jesus' resurrection either. You're simply born over and over again into some new and different physical body with a new and different family. Family relationships then mean very little because you have new and different families each time. Now, also observe that the opposite is true. If there is an atonement, and the central belief of Christianity is that Jesus did atone for our sins, then there is no need for reincarnation to overcome sins. If there is a resurrection, which is another central tenet of Christianity, so that a deceased person comes back as the same person in their same glorified 
resurrected body, then there is no need for, and indeed no room for the idea of reincarnation into a different body in a different context with a different family. Jesus, I believe, understood resurrection and atonement and knew that they would be incompatible and contradictory with reincarnation. He would never have taught both are compatible. Now, interestingly enough, we also have some anecdotal evidence that reincarnation is not true. People who die or have near-death experiences often describe the family member who is passing away as seeing deceased family members waiting on the other side. If reincarnation were true, mom and dad, grandpa, grandma, uncles, aunts, great-grandparents, and so forth, they wouldn't be waiting for you on the other side. They'd be on to their next life somewhere. And why would they wait for you anyway? You'd be on to some different life with some different family. What would be the point of waiting around for you? The family unit either becomes less meaningful or perhaps even almost meaningless. The physical body becomes indeed meaningless. You can just get another one. Problems with the idea of reincarnation are legion. They lead to the false and dangerous idea that your body is unimportant because you'll just get another one. The resurrection never happened, or it was only somehow a spiritual one. In other words, the idea of resurrection is watered down. Leads to the dangerous idea that the atonement never happened or was unnecessary because all your problems can be overcome by you in the next life anyway. Procrastination is just fine because you always get another do-over anyway. So why worry too much about this life? Reincarnation also leads to the false and dangerous idea that spouses, parents, children, friends, and all other relationships are transitory and less meaningful than when you die, or at least they become greatly diminished when you die. After all, next time you might come back as an elephant or a camel or a pigeon. I kind of like the idea of coming back as a bird. I've always like flying, but not enough to believe in reincarnation. Uh, I personally believe that people who think they see a past life in a near-death experience are seeing themselves in the pre-existence. If they were truly someone different, how would they recognize that? It really is them. Past lives are simply a different phase of a person's pre-existence. People who think they see a loved one in a future life, in a near-death, when they're having a near-death experience, or seeing that person's future in paradise or spirit prison continuing on with the process of eternal progression, not as an elephant or a pigeon or a camel. They're seeing that self-same person who they recognize. So for me, past life, pre-existence, future life, paradise or spirit prison. So these are all really really important concepts about how Christianity really isn't compatible with reincarnation. You might think so, but if you really look at it carefully, it simply does not work. More than one and a half billion people, more than a third of the people in the world, believe in reincarnation. It's widely accepted in Asia, 
among Hindus, Buddhists, Sheikhs, and Jains. There are a lot of people who believe in reincarnation. I don't see how it's compatible with Christianity. More than half the world's population are Christians, and it's important for them to understand that their belief system is not compatible with reincarnation, and that what people believe is reincarnation is simply preexistence or the next life's continuing on with eternal progression. Next week, we're going to continue on with this and talk about some more interesting tidbits here in connection with reincarnation and Christianity, especially some key scriptures in the Book of Mormon and elsewhere that might help you. I'm Martin Tanner. This is Religion Today. Join me again next week. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.